this is Sarah, and you're listening to my favorite talk show, The Weekly Show with Aditya. On a beautiful Friday morning, I welcome you to India's number one digital radio talk show. Let's start this meeting with a special song. This is episode 316 on the 22nd of January 2021. تیری اونچی شان ہے مولا میری ارضی مان لے مولا تو ہے سب کچھ جاننے والا میں ہوں تیرا ماننے والا مجھ کو بھی تو لفٹ کرا دے تھوڑی سی تو لفٹ کرا دے تیری اونچی شان ہے مولا میری ارضی مان لے مولا تو ہے سب کچھ جاننے والا میں ہوں تیرا ماننے والا بنگلہ موٹر کار دلا دے ایک نہیں تو چار دلا دے مجھ کو ایرو پلین دلا دے دنیا بر کی سیر کرا دے کیسے کیسو کو دیا ہے ایسے ویسو کو دیا ہے مجھ کو بھی تو لفٹ کرا دے تھوڑی سی تو لفٹ کرا دے ڈالر دے یا پاؤن دے دے ڈالر دے یا پاؤن دے دے کیش دے دے چیک بنا دے درم او دینار دے دے ڈالر دے یا پاؤن دے دے ڈالر دے یا پاؤن دے دے کیش دے دے چیک بنا دے درم او دینار دے دے کوئی چھپڑ پھاٹ مولا اپنی جیبیں جاڑ مولا اب تو مجھ کو مال دے دے اور نہ اب ڈھال دے دے مجھ کو بھی تو لفٹ کرا دے تھوڑی سی تو لفٹ کرا دے بنگلہ موٹر کار دلا دے ایک نہیں تو چار دلا دے کیسے کیسو کو دیا ہے ایسو ویسو کو دیا ہے مجھ کو بھی تو لفٹ کرا دے تھوڑی سی تو لفٹ کرا دے سونا دے یا چاندی دے دے سونا دے یا چاندی دے دے ہیرے دے دے موتی دے دے نوٹو کی برسات کر دے 
सोन दे या चांदी दे दे सोन दे या चांदी दे दे हीरे दे दे मूर्ति दे दे नोटों की बरसात कर दे तूने खुद ही तो कहा है देता हूं तो मांगता है कब से बंदा मांग रहा है कब से लाइन में खड़ा है मुझको भी तो लिफ्ट करा दे थोड़ी सी तो लिफ्ट करा दे मुझको एरोप्लेन दिला दे दुनिया भर की सैर करा दे कैसे कैसों को दिया है ऐसे वैसों को दिया है मुझको भी तो लिफ्ट करा दे थोड़ी सी तो लिफ्ट करा दे तेरी ऊंची शान है मौला मेरी अर्जी मान ले मौला तू है सब कुछ जानने वाला मैं हूं तेरा मानने वाला मुझको भी तो लिफ्ट करा दे थोड़ी सी तो लिफ्ट करा दे बंगला मोटर कार दिला दे एक नहीं तो चार दिला दे मुझको एरोप्लेन दिला दे दुनिया भर की सैर करा दे वेल लुकिंग एट दिस सॉन्ग एंड लुकिंग एट हाउ द सेंसेक्स रोज ओवर द पास्ट ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स आई एम श्योर एवरीबडी विल बी डिमांडिंग दिस स्पेशली दीज लाइन्स कैश दे दे चेक बना दे धर्म ओ दीनार दे दे इफ यू हैव अंडरस्टोड वॉट इज हैपन इन द सेंसेक्स and with the budget coming in a few weeks time i'm sure everybody must be clinging on to what this song's major theme is material possession and that is what humans are known for to be materialistic right from the time humans became domesticated or they domesticated themselves that's all they have been demanding and after being trapped in their homes for a major part of the last 11 months who wouldn't want this song to become a reality i'm sure everyone listening to this live broadcast wants this song to become a reality Welcome back after the break. 
video conferencing has become an important part of the human communication. It is one of the last remaining portals through which humans communicate since physical meetings are a strict no-no. And even if physical meetings are going to happen, the question is when are they going to happen? So video conferencing using multiple applications is the order of the day and that is what human beings are loving right now. But there are some etiquettes we need to follow while looking at how video conferencing works. So I read this very interesting article in a magazine which said that during online classes of a university, a few individuals hacked the meeting because they wanted to induct laughter. But what surprises me is that how did these individuals know of the meeting ID and the password? Because a professor says that they were hapless. They could not do anything. According to the professors, it was a nuisance and they feel hapless when the class gets disrupted. I find this word hapless nothing more than an excuse because I have been the host of at least 70 odd video conferences over the past 12 months. And yes, there is a chance when a few individuals who have nothing to do with the meeting, whether it's online classes or webinar or whatever the topic is, they may interfere. But there are ways to stop these individuals or these people from coming and hijacking the class. Yes, it's hijacking or hacking or whatever the terms we may want to use. What are the ways? First of all, it depends on the application we use. Irrespective of the application one uses, there is an option to sh share screen so that if any individual wants to show a presentation, they can do that and everybody is comfortable watching it and listening to it. But there is a way to stop such individuals from coming on to your webinars and making a nuisance. Is there, is it logical? Can we do it? Yes. The first step is don't make public your meeting ID or password or the link. Share it to a select group. The group which will benefit from attending these webinars or classes. The group who have something to do with attending these classes and make sure that when you send the meeting ID and the password to different people, it has to be at the last moment. Do not reveal the meeting ID and the password in the posters. Have people register for the event because nobody wants to give their personal information, especially if they have come with the idea of creating a nuisance in that particular class. Let me share some etiquettes which are important.
the first important thing is keep your camera on during the entirety of the meeting so that the host knows that you are not a bot and you should keep your audio muted unless you have a speaking role and if you need to move away from your device please mute your audio and video but this is for the participants and also you have to make sure that your call and text notifications are silent and if you need to take a call please do so after the meeting finishes or mute your audio and video first so these are some of the etiquettes for the participants but there are some ways in which the host the person who is the host of the meeting in this case who opens the meeting creates the meeting id and the password meeting id and the passwords are automatically created but the host plays an important role so what can the host do because when the professors say it's a nuisance and as a teacher i feel helpless i think i do not agree with this i have been as a i have been a host for a major part of 70 webinars and never have i felt helpless because i have adapted a method and what is that method do not reveal your meeting id and password to everybody do not put it on pseudo media platforms only give it to a few select individuals or if it's an online class make sure that the people register every time yes it's been long enough that everybody understands these methods but after reading this incident i think we need to recalibrate as to what has to be done the other thing is that disable screen sharing and make sure that only the co-host or the members who need to share their presentation have access to screen sharing disable screen sharing disable the chat messages especially the personal chat messages and if somebody is creating a nuisance knock them out you can remove them they can be removed yes it's a little rude and unethical and inhumane but if they are causing a nuisance stop their video tell them if you interfere you will be removed lock the meeting if needed though locking the meeting is a little tricky because the authentic individuals may log out because of internet issues which still remain so remove these individuals lock them out block them from not interfering again though it's not fun to be yes it's it was a fun idea to be hacked all right then they may have been a purpose behind hacking a class but on the contrary when the teacher said i feel helpless it means the teacher has not adapted themselves to the online world which is the way to go forward so there have to be some strict measures taken disable screen sharing disable the chats and if these individuals are creating a nuisance lock them out locking the meeting can be tricky but lock these individuals out it may be rude but just lock them out 
let me read as to what exactly happened. Students of Delhi, Delhi University have been rolling on the floor laughing literally because a few unknown students now infamous across campus as the mask gang mask bandits have been hacking into online classes with ghost IDs putting on Bollywood songs and dancing. Well, how do they do that? Ghost IDs. Well, they come with a different name in every meeting. That won't be possible if we make sure that every meeting is to be registered. Then they won't come on and do all this. Then they are dancing. Well, they must have shared the screen depending on the, the video application that particular institution uses that can be blocked, that can be paused. There is always a solution. It can be done. They won't be able to screen share because the host would have disabled the screen sharing. But if the host is helpless and if the host is unable to take control, then maybe somebody else instead of the professor of that particular class needs to take control. But saying that they are hapless, well, did I go through such an experience? Yes, it did happen. But when it did happen, I quickly resolved the situation by making sure that I disable the screen sharing. I remove such individuals from the meeting. It may be rude, but you would have done the same if it was a physical meeting. So why not carry on the same formula to the online meeting? But saying that it is hapless, no, these are basic video conferencing etiquettes. The participants should keep their audio muted unless they have a speaking role, but keep their video on. But if the video is interfering, then the video, then the host has the option to stop the video or the host has the option to remove this particular miscreant. We would have done this in a physical meeting. One can question the ethics of this, but the, but the group who thinks that they are coming online and creating a laughter riot, they are not being ethical. They can have a special class for this, but not during a, a class. Yes, online life is stressful, but that is the way it is with physical meetings not happening because the world is in a cowardly mood. They don't want to meet people and all the social distancing and all the pseudo mask wearing measures happening with such alacrity. Online is the only way. Therefore, you have to follow some etiquettes. If you can't, then don't have a class. Let students self-study. But this is not the way it works. And that's Hep, hapless doesn't work. And if every time these miscreants enter with a different name, they won't be able to enter with a different name if we tell them to register, which means the host needs to know what the host controls are. How can the host take control and make sure that when the meeting I when the meeting is created, when the meeting ID and the password are created, don't reveal and and also make sure that you reveal the ID and R before the class begins. So that even if 
the authentic students send it to an outside group who are not part of the particular class they won't have time to plan much but if we bypass all this disable screen sharing disable the chats and most importantly if they are being too rude or if they are interfering with something just remove them that's the way that's one of the biggest ways to do it but saying it's helpless i think that's just cowardly measure if you can't take control then have a separate tech master who can take control who can take the calls but helpless it doesn't work with me i don't feel sympathy for these individuals if in 11 months they haven't understood the simple way of organizing video conferencing or webinars Welcome back after the break. Let's end this beautiful meeting by reading from David Baldacci's The Fix chapter number 7. The breaths were coming so slowly now it seemed like the next one would be the very last. Decker stared down at Walter Dabney for a few moments as his mind whirled back to the morning when he had seen this man walking down the street seemingly without a care until he pulled 
out a gun and murdered Ant Berkshire in front of Decker and dozens of other people. Decker's perfect memory went step by step through that scenario. He came out at the other end, though not as enlightened as he would have liked. Sitting in the same chair she had been in earlier was Ellie Dabney. Milligan stood by the door. Bogart and Jameson were on the other side of the bed. Ellie still clasped her husband's hand. Deckard had learned that the critically injured man had said nothing. He had never regained consciousness. Deckard next, next, knelt next to Ellie. Mrs. Dabney, when your husband left the house this morning, were you up? She nodded, the grip on her husband's hand lessening a bit. I made him some coffee and he had his breakfast, eggs, bacon, roasted potatoes and toast. She said, smiling weakly, I could never get him to eat better. So his appetite was good. He ate everything and had three cups of coffee. You never saw a gun? Ellie shook her head. He had his brief briefcase already packed. I guess it could have been in there, but I didn't see it. As I told the other agents, I didn't even know he had a gun. As far as I knew, he didn't even like them. I certainly didn't. When our kids were small, we had a neighbor who had one. Our kids went over there to play. One day, he left his loaded gun out and one of his children accidentally shot his sister. She died. Walter and I were stunned. All we could think was that it could have been our child. I understand. Now, I am sure we have been asked this, but this morning your husband didn't appear upset or anything to indicate something was wrong. No, he had a meeting to go to, I suppose at the FBI. I know he was working on something for them. He kissed me goodbye. So nothing out of the ordinary then, Decker persisted. Ellie stiffened a bit. Well, come to think of it, he didn't say he'd come see me for dinner. She looked at Decker. He always would tell me he, he'd see me for dinner. I mean, when he was in town and didn't have a previous engagement, which I knew he didn't today. Let's take a small break and then continue further.
welcome back after the break let's continue reading so he didn't say he had he would see you tonight then said decker no she shook her head wearily it's such a small thing but it always made me feel good i don't know why i didn't think of it until now you've had a lot to deal with mrs dabney so he must have known he wasn't coming home she said blankly and i didn't pick up on it she suddenly jerked upright oh my god maybe if i had she looked like she might start sobbing bogart went over put her hand on her arm and said there was absolutely nothing you could have done to prevent this decker rose and looked at bogart the fbi agent said mrs dabney i know the timing couldn't be worse but we are going to have to send a team of people to your house and do a search we are doing the same for your husband's office too elly didn't object she simply nodded squeezed her husband's hand and said do you know when jules will be here her flight gets in another hour we are sending people to bring her directly here thank you she said dully decker walked over to a corner of the room and motioned for bogart to join him there in a low voice he said i would like to be there when they go through the home and office todd can stay here todd can stay here with me for now you can take alex with you anything of interest with berkshire anything of interest with berkshire she spent time with dying people everyone has nice things to say about her she lives in a place that it doesn't seem she can afford on a substitute teacher's salary and it looks like no one has even really lived there and we can find nothing on her past 10 years ago well what will the agent answer we shall find out in the next chapter on monday that is episode number 317 on the 25th of 20 25th of january 2021 until then goodbye and good night